Your mom uh, had an accident. I'll uh, take you to her. Uh-oh. Look, Wild Bill! Who was that? Some stranger. He said Donnie's mom was hurt. I didn't know if I should go with him. Well, just don't do what a stranger says. Check it out with an adult you know. Remember, a stranger can mean danger. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! And here we go. Gentlemen, we are tonight's entertainment. I told you already, I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Impressive. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 158 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Araj Dolachahi, and my co-pilots for this evening's adventure into copyright infringement, the young, the restless, the Clark Gable, free mustache face ride wearing son of a bee, Mr. Carlos Buarguel, the man we call Crunch Crunch, the man who just beat, <laughs> I was going to say beaties, but just beat traffic he did. because there was an accident and there are freeways and stuff. And he beat it as beaties on the way here. Mr. Les is... Just made it. That's it. We're here. Let's do it. <laughs> man, the enthusiasm. I, yeah, he's very pumped up, as you, as you can tell. Yeah, let's go The man it. I call El Hombre. The man who is president of the Kid Rock Hater Fan Club. Mr. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> yeah. Is not a fan of Kid Rock. Struthers. Tonight we bring in the king of all toms. A man who reads a comic book like Einstein writes equations. Mr. King Tom Chansky, how you doing, buddy? I, I my my head is full of comic book equations. It is, and that's why you're here. It is. We're gonna yep. break we're gonna break him down. How's everybody doing? How you doing, King Tom? Pretty good. How about you, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. I'm trying to learn how to be a dad on the fly. That's, that's the only way to do it. It is. You can, get, it is. You can get advice till the cows come home, but you won't learn until yeah. you have a baby shitting all over you. I, I had a baby. I had my baby shit on me. Uh, baby spit up and threw up on me and urinated on me. Um, so I feel like a real father. You hit the trifecta. Yeah, the trifecta of uh, poop, vomit, and excrement. Uh, excrement trifecta. <laughs> but it's going great, and he's doing that's fantastic. Good. He's a cool little dude. So that's going, yeah, it's going great. But except for what really was shitty on Mondays, no I woke up to my, no pun intended, my Twitter being hacked. And that is <laughs> no fun, my man. I could Wait, tell I, you that was awful. I thought I got a good roofing deal. You did get a good roofing deal. 
I woke up and I noticed that I Hot had singles. like a shit ton yeah. of followers and I was following people like hundred a minute. It was just, Damn. it kept going and going. So I, I halted it. Mm-hmm. I stopped it, changed my password and then took the extension. I, I just went through these procedures to get it out. Thank God for all these cool people. There's some really nice people out there in Twitter. Everybody hit me up. Hey, you're, you're hacked. Hey, check out this. Hey, um, blah, blah, blah. So the only great thing that came out of hey, being is hacked. is this your penis? Is this that? Is your penis that really that big? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes. But the great thing about it is I got to talk to a ton of people that I normally would have never ever talked to. Listeners that have been listening that have never like sent an email mm-hmm. or DM'd or a message right. to us. That was really, really cool. And thank you to everybody that saw that and sent me DMs about how to fix it and, and all that great stuff. And I'm so sorry if you got one. And that was not my intention. So I really, really apologize. Yeah. So that was my little. So your password is no longer Beyonce's toes 12. <laughs> We're going to get into the toe talk. Before we started recording, Boo accidentally caressed his fat toe on, on Les's, <laughs> no, 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 no. Les's thigh. Ran all five toes. Oh, well, well, um, well, first of he all, he did one I'm, of those throw up right gorilla. Now. Oh God! Like gorilla grips of my leg. Oh my God! No. First of all, first of all, I was putting my my foot on my knee to rest it, and I accidentally bumped Les's uh, leg. So he moves it away. I'm like, "Come here, Les." So I, I fuck with him, and I try rubbing his leg. No God! No God! Please no! No! He's oh like, God! No. He almost like vomits in yeah. front of me. I'm like, yeah, dude, dude, it's just don't... feet, and no. then that just spurs. The I have conversation a I have a feet totobia. Toe-phobia? No, toe-tobia. I like that. Thank you. I hate toes. Back in the day when we used to go out, and even if there was a, like a really, really pretty girl at a bar or something. Beyonce? Even, let's just say Beyonce, right? Beyonce walked into a bar. No, no, I can't do that. She'd shut the bar down first. Yeah, that's true. Let's just not say Beyonce. Let's just say no, something. No, no. Let's just no, say somebody no, looks near. like Beyonce. Okay, fine. Let's just say somebody looks just like Beyonce. And they walked in and they had the Velociraptor toes. You know, they're wearing like high heels, but the toes go over. They're touching the ground. Fuck that. It drives me crazy. Like their toes are touching the ground. Oh, Oh, over their shoe. And it's like a claw. And then they do the little tap, 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 tap. Oh, with the nail. That's Oh, I am not into toes. I could tell you that right now. It should all be covered. If Beyonce had ugly feet. Yeah. You're out. Beyonce doesn't have feet. I don't even look at her feet. No, no, she no. Glides. If she, she, yeah, she probably hovers in your eyes. Yeah. No, I'd make an exception for Beyonce. That's oh, okay. different. Well, there we go. Right, but fine. I'm not. But I can't. Toes, no. So I want your opinions. Uh, less toe phobia or no? Don't touch me with your See? toes. Good, exactly. Come here, Les. Don't exactly. do it. Come dude. here, come here, buddy. And then the worst is when like here, the, the other toes are like bigger than the fat toe. And oh, oh, like the pointer toe. Yeah. And like Malik right now has that, and I was like. Dude, I'm not my kid. I need to file that down. <laughs> <laughs> file his toe. I need to fix that. I need to fix that before you go. That's got to stop. Like, stop, Malik. Like, my brother used to have that, and I used to, like, clown on him every day. Like, dude, all your toes are in different fucking directions, <laughs> and they're, like, bigger than the other ones. Like, trippy. It's not good. It's like Animal Planet shit. <laughs> Eric Struthers, you appreciate a nice-looking foot. I do, man. I do. That's a thing <laughs> for me. I, uh... I don't want to suck on toes. I don't want to do any of that, but I like a, a, a nice feet on a lady. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to suck on anybody's toes. Solid man. foot hygiene. Yeah, it's good, clean. You know what? I'm trying to picture it in my head, and, and I can't. You know, it, it just depends on the overall package. Okay. Okay. So you, you might be into toes. You just don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right. Eric, how you doing, buddy? 
I'm great, man. With a one small exception, my band, we have rehearsal tomorrow night, and inexplicably, somebody has picked one of the stupidest songs of all time for us to add to our roster or to our repertoire, and I, for one, am just, I'm, I guess I'm curious, are we just going to pretend? Good Lord, do you hear that? Yeah. Yes. God damn. I thought it was Millennium Falcon. Landing that was there. a motorcycle. That thing was rumbling. It's a Harley, dude. man. That was nice. No, yeah. I'm going to leave that in but, there. But anyway, but hey, anyway. here, here's the thing. Uh, don't tell me the band. Don't I mean don't tell me the song. Tell me the band. Let's see if we can figure out what shitty song that is that you're not happy with. It <laughs> is Lover Boy. Working on the weekend? No, I would be. I would welcome that with open arms. I wouldn't even know where to go on that. <laughs> the kid is hot tonight. Oh, 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 oh. that's one of their that first songs, him? right? It was a hit for him. Yeah, I think it was one of their first but songs, King Tom. It, dude, yeah. it's not good. And I don't know who on earth. Okay, here's the deal. Let me let me let me say it this way. Yeah, it's not terrible, but it's certainly not great. It's like the intro is sort of neat, and then after that, we're done. That's I just I it's I'm dumbfounded. (laughs) So I feel like showing up to rehearsal tomorrow, going, okay. So are we all just going to pretend like this song doesn't suck? Is that (laughs) what we're doing? Is that really what we're doing? (laughs) Boo, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. Football season. You've been coaching football season, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, what is it for the past, I think like month already, maybe a little bit more been Monday through Friday. So that's, it's fun, but it's not that fun. Shout out to the Corona chargers. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been good. You're giving, getting a nice tan and some sunshine. So you're still rocking the mustache. Oh, absolutely. Like parents are looking at me weird. Yeah, because there's kids on the field. Exactly. And I say that I'm here for the children, mm-hmm. and they wonder what that means. And then you come in with a white van. Yeah, I was ex- going to say, exactly. your van yeah, must yeah. just have the doors wide open. So, yeah. So, yeah, but it's uh, it's been good. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it, having fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to actual professional and college football. So that's, yeah, I'm, that's looking, I'm, really I'm looking forward for. to professional football as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How about you, Les? How's life? You sound so, you sound just so trying to chipper. understand one thing. How, how long is it till Kid Rock decides to actually... Adult his name. You are a douchebag. That's right. A douchebag. Well, let me tell you why we even brought well, you Scotty Pippen still calls him Scotty. Well, man, he's Scotty Pippen. I know, but it, any man should call himself Scotty. You're not. What yeah, do you want him to be Scotty called? Scotty from Star Trek, dude. Yeah, what, what do you want him to be called? Man Rock? Uh, how about. <laughs> that would be great. I don't know, man. Adult Just rock. something. Else, dude, Mr. soft rock. How about Mr. soft rock. rock, Mr. Rock? I call him idiot because he's a fucking imbecile. That's the point. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. all right, man. You, the re- yeah. the reason I even brought him up is because I was listening to the Bad Motivators and uh, Kid Rock came up because he went at Taylor, and I knew that Eric was not going to be a happy camper going after Taylor. Well, here's the deal, man. He had things to say about her, like political leanings. And the part that I don't understand is number one, Kid Rock, nobody cares about your opinion. Okay. That's just number one. Or is But number two, it, well, <laughs> I don't know, man. He is the songbird of a generation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. number two, it's, 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 there's no reason for it. And it's like one musical artist versus another. It comes off as so petty. And so ridiculous. And he's basically he's accusing her of of taking this stance just to help her career, like wanting to get into movies. He's doing this to to get attention. There's there's no other reason for it. And the beauty of it is 
apparently he doesn't understand how the internet works. It was on his official Twitter account <laughs> that is allegedly him all the time. And he signed what he put with hyphen Kid Rock. Well, I don't go around putting hyphen Eric Strahler's on every tweet I send out. What a douche. He's it's a just douche. it's just so not cool, man. It's so not cool. He He's the kind of guy, too, that he has gone politically the other way just to get that clientele. Yeah. Just to get yeah, that yeah, listenership yeah, yeah. because yeah. he wasn't that guy at all, ever. He just completely changed. Fuck Kid Rock. <laughs> I made the crack that. I always thought that he was a good sport for being in Joe Dirt with the character that he played. <laughs> but that, after seeing this, man, I started thinking that it was just, he was thinking that was his buddies following him around with the camera going, yeah, why right. does everybody keep calling me Robbie? Whatever. Joe, Joe, don't tell Mirage <laughs> I found his parents. <laughs> How about some Whamburger and some French cries? <laughs> you guys ready to get into some A Week in Geek? Yeah, let's do this. Let's, yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's do the shenanigans real quick. We are proud members of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Tune in to podcasts like Now This Podcasting, Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rogue One, Podcast 287, First Order Transmissions to Cargo Hold, Kessel Run Radio, Fingered by Randy and Jason, Tattooing Sons, and Around the Galaxy, a Star Wars fan podcast. Check us out on social media, all the different platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that good stuff. Email us, thesithlist at gmail.com. Check us out on our website, thesithlist.net. For some episodes, pictures, and some merch. And some cool shirts out there, people. So uh, that is your shenanigans for the week. And um, I think it's time to get into some box office. Universal's Hobbs and Shaw held on much better than expected and easily retained the number one spot for a second week in a row while scary stories to tell in the dark while you're in a movie having sex. Led a crop of six new wild releases for nearly $21 million. Hobbs and Shaw, $25 million. Scary Stories, $20 million. The Lion King, $20 million as well. Scary Stories just beat out The Lion King by $800,000. I didn't know that Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is for the youths of America, as mm-hmm. uh, I heard in My Cousin Vinny once. It's supposed to be supposed to be a little bit softer horror. So yeah, it's, it's not supposed to be as extreme as like It or something like that. Yeah, it's supposed like to that. get kids ready for It, for it pretty yeah. much. It looks cool. Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. is like a producer on this. So Hobbs and Shaw. And this comes from boxofficemojo.com. I got to see a film this week. I went and saw Racing in the Rain of the Doggies or something like that. Racing in the Rain, yeah. Racing in the Rain or How to Race in the Rain. Let me tell you, if you're a dog owner, I, I have never cried that much in a movie in you my can't, life. You can't do it. I, I refuse to see dog movies anymore because I'll just be a bawling mess into my fucking popcorn. Dude. Can't do it because the dog's got to die eventually. Well, not necessarily <gasps> that. It's not just... It, it always happens. It always, you spoil the movie? No, it always no, no, no. happens. It oh. always happens in dog movies, but yeah. it's not that fully that makes you break down. There's a lot of things that happen in the movie, and it's Kevin Costner's The Dog Voice, uh-huh. and it's done so well. I guess this novel has, is just massive. Uh, evidently, it's a great book, and it's done really well. So if you own a dog, Go check it out. It's a great story. Take take your kids, take your wife, your husband, whatever. Go check out this movie. It's it's a great movie. It's done really well. It really is. And if you've ever lost a dog. No, oh, Christ. No, no. Yeah. I'm not saying this. If you've ever lost a dog, it'll make you feel a lot better about it. That's all I have to say. And it's the guy from This Is Us. You know, that handsome son of a bitch. Milo. Vintimiglia. Vigigena or something like that. <laughs> Milo Sorry. handsome face. Yeah, My, yeah Milo handsome face. Also, guys, um, The Lion King just surpassed 
Frozen as the number one animated feature of all time. Say what? Now, this is weird to me because they're considering it animated because it's CGI. Mm -hmm. And CGI is, Uh on all intentions, animated. Yes. So this has become, already in like three weeks, has become the biggest selling animated feature of all time. Mm -hmm. Crazy. They've had a pretty good year with films, even though they've lost and shareholders. No. Uh But uh, Lion King has made $1.3 billion as of August 11th already. Mm. And Frozen was at 1.2. So it just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. And there's word out that Aladdin, that made a billion, they're already talking about a sequel. Because hmm. make a billion dollars, you have no choice. Yeah, really. You, make yeah, a you sequel. almost have to do it. Yeah. yeah. Is it going to be just the return of the Jafar uh, direct-to-video <laughs> movie? <laughs> it's, yeah. I think I put on the show notes, it's Aladdin 2 Electric something. Bo- so, a boogaloo, perhaps? No, I didn't say boogaloo. I said something stupid, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. It's probably not, not appropriate. Let me ask you this, man. I don't particularly like... The notion that, okay, this is going, we're pocketing this into the animated features section. And not, I mean, it doesn't matter. Money's money and whatever. But when you're comparing it to other animated features, it's animated via CGI to with the intent of looking real. Yes. They kept referring to it as the live action Lion King. (laughs) Right. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. No, it either is or isn't. And the only reason it matters is when you're trying to make these comparisons. But it's it's not fair to the other pieces of art that actually conform to the medium for which the name is drawn. And I, I don't know, man. I think that kind of smells. I do, too. And I think that's the the whole point of making these live actions to bring these animated features to life. I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah, you you can't call it live action and have it be animation. No. Favromation. Favromation. That's Ooh. right. Ooh. Has a whole, I'll take that. I'll accept has, it. Has a whole category to himself. It's a hell of a lot of money in that category. Because if we're going to talk like that, then Avatar should be the number one animated feature of all time. Well, there uh, you go. Ninety percent of the film is animated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But there's there's still people. Cameron's not barking up that tree. (laughs) He will be. Trust. (laughs) Once he reads this article. (laughs) Once he once he listens to this podcast. So there there are people in it, but I mean, were they a hundred percent real or was that mocap too? And it was just digital renderings of them. Great question, man. I don't know. Regardless. But, but I do know one thing. I think it's time for a little Star Wars news. Sweet. Well, boy, oh boy, do we have tons of news. Number one, it looks like there's going to be some actual news tomorrow that we don't have right now. So, of course, how's there is. that for a sizzle? But we did get so something. By the time, yeah, by the time you hear this, this news will have already dropped days before. So imagine we're talking about it now and then be like, good job, dudes. Okay, so we have a hint at the runtime of The Rise of Skywalker. And this comes from an interview with Don Williams, brother of John Williams, who uh, is a musician and has played as one of the orchestra members during these scoring sessions. And he talks about John having 135 minutes of music to take care of for this yeah. now what does that mean for the, the length what do you think do you think that it's i mean because there's going to be some periods of the movie where it's just dialogue and no music i would think and then the, my other question is like at the end during the, the credits when you have what's basically it's an overture 
yeah. which an overture is just where you have all the little components of like a upcoming, like a, a concert or show where it's all piled into little segments. Okay. Right. Is that compiled after all these sections are done or is that conducted as one long piece? I don't, mm. I don't know. And you think I would know that, but I don't, but 135 minutes is not as long as what I would have expected. What do you guys think about this? I honestly thought it was going to be two hours and 35, 40 minutes. I, I thought this last one's going to have it a little bit longer. Yeah, because we're ending the whole thing, yeah. right? Yeah, I would expect a little bit longer. I mean, I'm greedy. I'd take a three-hour Star Wars film. I'm okay in with the, this. In The Force Awakens, Williams didn't do the, not, I don't want to say, the, the Moz Castle song. No, that, was, that was Lynn that was, Moran. Lin, Lin Manuel. Manuel, so, Manuel and, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I don't think he did Jedi Rocks either. So they might work in something that would take, you know, some background music. Oh, okay. That someone else might compose. Yeah, that's possible. And, and uh, I don't think not every single moment of the movie needs to have music behind it. There's just could be dialogue yeah. and explosions and effects right. and things like that. Right. Not everything right. needs an actual score to it. I would like it to be longer than two hours and 15 minutes. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm greedy. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I agree. I want it to be longer. I do think that's one of the things I mentioned was that <laughs> there's bound to be sections that are just dialogue, but I want it to be longer than that. I expect the movie to be, you know, two hours and 45 minutes. What are you shaking your head about? Because I was thinking that's what your wife said. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Boo looked at me and I know exactly what he was thinking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't want to say it, but you guys, you know, maybe say it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please you proceed. proceed. You guys. <laughs> we. Well, looks like that's all we got time for. Uh, <laughs> fuck Star Wars now. Yeah. Uh, okay, I love that. That is the report wrapped up. I love you. By the way, I listened to two wonderful episodes of The Bad Motivators. Is that supposed to make and, you feel better? Well, let me tell Stop, you why. Carlos. <laughs> Stop, Carlos. No, let me tell you Jeez. why. Let me tell you why. Because Eric at one point says, if you... Just listen to the Sith list. It sounds like Eric and I hate each other because we go at each other all the time. <laughs> but we, but we really don't. We love each other, and this is just yeah. No, that was uh, we used to. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that Sorry. made me that made me crack up. That was funny, Eric. <laughs> By the way, two great episodes, guys. So listen to the last. Uh, listen to all the bad motivation. But I was about to say, is that all, dude? Yeah, Jesus, really. No, I listened to all like it too, bro. Every other episode has been complete. No, crap. because I've been, <laughs> need- I had a baby boy, so I'm a little. You know, backlogged on my podcast. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> it's all Get right, it. buddy. Turn the screw. Seriously. I'm a Patreon member. Are you guys? Get, oh, whoa, don't yeah. call me out. Hold on. Boo and Les. Hold on. Boo and Les. Are you Patreon you members? You cut the boo, dog. Boo dragged uh, your ass up in here. All I did was did smile. I'm going to put the camera right on you guys. Don't even do that, dude. Are you bad motivator Patreon supporters? Yes or no, You know what? I just want to say this right now. Look at Eric's eyes. That I can't be motivated that badly dude no i'm joking well, no <laughs> that i i like too many podcasts and i cannot be a patreon to all of them so i choose i'm like steel no pins no patreon oh my God. oh no pins and no patreon that's, that's a good call that's it because there's too many you drag steel into this now, yeah too. you better subscribe to our patreon you're, just a, if, you're a muckraker but if uh, yeah, yeah damn right <laughs> if if i if i subscribe to all their patreons i'd be a broke mofo and i don't want that yeah so, that ten dollars yeah. would really kill you yeah well there's like a Ten thousand podcasts I'd, I'd support. It, it's eight for the bad motivators. Uh, no, I, I did three sixty nine. I think <laughs> that, that, the, um, the, that is that is a thing. I'll give Boo this man. It's like it gets to the point where you've got 
all of your friends are doing shows and then you feel like, man, we need yeah. to support yes. their Patreon. So then all you're doing is using the money you get from Patreon yes. to pay for your yes. Patreon supporting. <laughs> but it's like a little podcast, family. It's like a family. Which is like- honestly... It's kind of what my Patreon money's doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we do a Patreon, it's all the money that I do, all the other Patreons, it's just going to go back to them. It's just like a... Patreon you know, at forward? Patreon at forward. That's right. Yeah. We'll do it one day. We'll do it one day. Yes. We will. And you better fucking subscribe. No, I don't know about that. we need at least a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you know what I did find out, though? This was interesting. Lorena let me know. That she was listening to NPR this morning, and she was in a that, that must have been riveting. KP, <laughs> no, talk shit on K, she donates to. We're here to, with thoughts yeah. for your thoughts. thoughts. Exactly, yeah. I'm Derry Murbles. <laughs> Camus can do, but Sartre is smartra. <laughs> <laughs> so let me try this again. <laughs> Lorena was listening to NPR. KPC was, was she able to stay awake? No, she, she was using dude, it to go to she, sleep. She donates to, to NPR and she gets like a mug or a shirt every year. Like she gets so a t-shirt. She's yeah. going to be pissed when she hears this that you guys are talking shit. Now, yeah, my, my she, wife she's, likes NPR. So. She's okay, too busy yeah, listening sure. to NPR to listen well, to Well, the us. good news is if Lorraine is anything like my wife, she'll never hear this because she never listens to any podcast I'm on ever. Let me tell you, Lorena listens to every episode. You know how I know? Because when she's taking a shower... I hear us talking. It freaks me out that I, she's in the shower naked and Eric's talking right next to her. <laughs> in her ear holes. <laughs> Eric's clapping. Uh, well, here's the news that came out. Here's the news that came out of NPR, damn it. That they said. NPR, damn it. Uh, oh, no. Go ahead and read that, Les. <laughs> Lorena was listening to NPR this morning, KPCC Los Angeles. And she heard them talking about his annual show coming up at the Hollywood Bowl. And that is John Williams' annual That's show. That's right, sir. That we've been to. Mm-hmm. And it is rumored that he will be performing a piece or two from episode nine there. That's right. The rumor is that he's going to test it out at that show. Oh, he's going to break Star Wars the Hollywood Bowl, dude. It is a, no, it's not the Star Wars main title thing. You jackal. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a piece or two. That's right. Oh, early edition <laughs> by NPR. <laughs> So I wanted to get that out there. He might be playing some stuff. I wanted to go to this. So if we do go to this, maybe we can hear some new uh, music from episode nine. One other thing that his brother Don said in this interview, and oh boy, I will tell you this too, man. One thing that made me feel really good about that is when I, I took the audio from that, we listened to it in the bad motivators and the quality of our show. Let's say the quality audio quality of our show was an eight. The audio quality of this clip that we cut in was like a four. Oh, yeah, it was so bad. I'm like, yes, this was a pro show that sounded way crappier. But uh, he did say <laughs> that basically every theme that has b- appeared in any of the eight movies, saga movies prior, makes some sort yeah. of appearance in this. Which that cool. he, he mentioned specifically Yoda's theme and Leia's theme and the Phantom and just all these all this stuff man so i think we're going to be in for a really good ride and i would love to hear any iteration of duel of the fates yeah that blew my mind holy crap this song is awesome so uh (laughs) the other news that hit today is we got a trailer for star wars resistance now here's the deal man it said the trailer for the second and final season of star wars resistance this was from the star wars official twitter account and i'm like huh i guess that i maybe i feel like i knew that this was gonna be it but 
we know for a fact that this that uh, resistance is getting into the first season ends with some events that occur during, I guess, we're actually into the last Jedi because we see the Hosnian prime system blown up and then a little bit of time goes by and then we end the season. So I have the uh, little synopsis. Let I me said- read it in my NPR voice. Yeah. Listening to Morning Edition from NPR News. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Welcome wow. to NPR. Early KPTC. edition by Les Gonzalez. I am Les Gonzalez. Resistance 2 trailer is out. The story picks up after a harrowing escape from the First <laughs> Order. And as the Colossus and all its residents find themselves lost in space, pursued by Agent Tyranny and Commander Pyre, Cause and team also face a myriad of new <laughs> dangers along the way, including bounty hunters, Suspicious Hut, General Hux, <laughs> and Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. Meanwhile, Tam grapples with her future and where her true allegiance lies. With her friends of the First Order, Hipsters. thrilling final season will showcase how the unlikeliest of heroes can help spark hope across the galaxy. God, he sounded good. I'm going to donate to you monthly. What happened? I've, I fell asleep. This is our that. summer drive also. Please everyone. donate. <laughs> and if you do, you'll get a Sithless sticker that has beat. Bag. That has been tote. I'll take a tote bag. Beat the beaties. Did you guys see? I saw. That we got to beat the beaties. Yes. Uh, kind of like a picture. Who sent that to us? I don't know. The gym? Somebody sent us a cool beat the beaties logo thing. It's pretty funny. The whole There's point a, I was trying to drive at is I'm we sorry, know that this is already into like the, the last Jedi timeline. Yes. Okay. So there's space for them to tell more stories. As it because, you know, the rise of Skywalker is going to be rumored to be about a year after that. So they've got some room to do something. But I I guess there's there's just something else in the in the plan already. So it's a little bit of a bummer, but I bet they they go out swinging. Yeah. And isn't wasn't there like 23 episodes in the first season? Wasn't there a lot? There were a lot, but they only have it on the schedule through December. And I think that's 11 or 12 episodes. Oh, shit balls. Well, I know they've been so, working on, Favreau's been working on another animated series. Yeah, yeah. and don't, Pablo don't said so much. that they've been planning this season since the summer of 2017. Oh, shit. So you would think that whatever they're doing next, whether it's the Favreau series or something else, that they know what they're doing. I just think it would have been nice if they had told us at the beginning, hey, this show is only going to run two seasons. Right. Yeah, that, that would have been cool. Then it would, people wouldn't have freaked out. Like, we got a really cool trailer, but everybody's just talking about how this is the end. Right. Yeah. So let, let's watch but, the trailer if that's cool. So we can. Yeah. Let's do. It. Let's do it. Everyone's back to the Colossus. Stabilizers hit. Use a little help. I can't Get us into space and shoot. Dude, this show is great. Dude, wow, that looks the awesome. Animation is so cool. Yeah. To keep this station together with the first order at our backs. We're running low on everything. Food, water, even fuel. Sounds like Billy Holly every day. It's a getting closer. And you can thank your captains for that. The Colossus deserves a new home. Ooh, that looked a little Hoth-like. It did. And there's a part in this that looks a little Batu-like to me. Captain Kraken. <laughs> oh, wow. That looked badass. Like, I love, the ships look great, especially yeah. in space. I love the animation in this, guys. Is that Ray Sloan? No. No. Sorry. It's tyranny. Fail, and I will see into your execution. Oh, Phasma. damn. God, the space battles are always so great. And there are some new ships in there, too. Like, the that looks like Batu, doesn't it, guys? Yeah. I haven't been. 
That was the Guavian Death Gang. Yeah. I'm a master at keeping a low profile. Most impressive. I trust the aces can handle this. This fall. Nice roll. Really cool animation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, Don't this looks miss. great. What is this place? I don't recognize all of these symbols. It's a power source from an ancient time. Oh, a hut, too. Neat. The resistance is proving to be stronger than we anticipated. I got him! We're good to go. Punch it! If you are not capable of dealing with them, then I will find someone who can. Nice. That was Kylo. That was dope. It wasn't Adam Driver doing the voice, but no. it's still. I thought that was the voice of the other, was it Tier, not, uh, Pyre, or one of the other First Order guys. I didn't think that was Kylo. Oh, really? Maybe so. Maybe hmm. so. It's hard to tell, because they they had the voice whenever you know they're showing him in the, the hologram. And but, I love how he's able yeah. to choke out people through the hologram like Vader did. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's getting ready to make her draw her blaster and shoot somebody. It looks, like, it looks like he's about to get redeemed right there. Huh. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, you ruined it for me, Arash. Thank you. Uh, so it looked like we it, did it. Did King Tom, was that the Crimson Corsair that we it, saw it in looked, there? Yeah, it looked like him from the Maz's castle scene. Yeah. Away. yeah. Like, and like cool. you said, some Guavians. Yeah, that looks really dope, man. And I just, from the looks of it, you know, the first thing you want to say is dark and gritty, dark and gritty, but it does look like it's sort of taken the turn that Rebels did, where it started out this way and now it's this way. We did get to see the very first episode of the second season at Celebration during the Resistance panel. The action in it was localized, but it was pretty intense. So, man, I think this is going to be great. Yeah. It looks like they have a lot to squeeze in this season. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully they get more episodes than just like the 12 that you said. Uh, I would imagine they do 24 as well. 24 episodes is a lot of episodes for a season of anything. If you really break down the episodes, we almost, for two seasons, we almost got three seasons worth of episodes if, if they're going to do another 24. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a, t- that's a tough line because you're basing, it just depends on what you're basing it on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's some, it, if you watch the Andy Griffith show, for example, <laughs> Then 24 episodes is like a walk in the park. But well, back but in the yeah, day, it, those it's every season for every sitcom or any kind of show was 20 episodes. But now you just look around and you get like 12 episodes and then a break and then another four episodes. Stranger Things had eight episodes or six episodes or whatever it is. I think it's a big change in how they're telling stories. And I think in some cases, and this sounds like something we've talked about before, but I think it's for the better where they limit what they're doing and they say, this is the story we're telling. And sure. The fans are always going to want more, but I think you put out a higher quality product in the end. Yeah, I agree. You know what I've been doing when Malik wakes up at four in the morning 
or three in the morning and I have to feed him with a bottle. We go into the living room. We, we've been watching I Love Lucy from episode one to episode mm-hmm. 75 and we're on like episode 23. It's fantastic, man. My, my kids, they got into that show this summer. Oh, they had it. Yeah. It's so it's great. Funny. It's so funny. I mean, I laugh out loud multiple times. It's just really shitty how sexist it is though it is really yeah. bad it's really bad i do have to bad. talk with my kids after seeing some yeah. episodes I'm like, yeah yeah like desi's a dick like that anymore ricky's a dick mm-hmm. man fred's a dick too but awful awfulness but it was great i love the show it's fantastic it's a little tangent i'm sorry go ahead go ahead eric is there any other star wars news other than this uh, great trailer I, well i there's no this isn't something we normally talk about here but the like the lineup of the six inch black series figures that will come out at the, the triple force Friday wave that leaked. And you know, you've got sort of your, your usual suspects, but what's cool if, if you, if for anybody that's into this at all, they are having a couple of different figures from uh Jedi fallen order, which I really expected there to be just one. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I don't I don't want to take their thing. So go check out Yak Face. If you're if you're into toys, you know who I'm talking about. Just go oh, check yeah. it out. I'm not so, even into toys and that guy is crazy. Yeah, so you'll you'll know, man. It's there it's really cool stuff and it's nice to see like some of that finally leaking out. Because right. y- you do start to wonder we had a lengthy discussion on the motivators about mm-hmm. about Disney's marketing and just well, here it is. We're this far away from November when the Mandalorian comes and the streaming service starts and where's a trailer and where's this and where's this. So it does make you wonder what's going on. So it's cool to get any little tidbits like this. Yeah, very cool. And by the way, Eric, Tracy Moon has been hitting me up. I've been talking to him over the last two or three days and he's been sending me videos of how badass his pinball machine set thing is. Right. Holy shit. It is so cool. Dude, he has a digital I can't even explain it. You know those pinball machines that have like Star Wars, the, the real pinball machines, right? But this is digitally done and it's a screen, like this would be a screen, a flat screen and then another screen that's above and you, he can change out from all the different Star Wars movies to to all the indie movies. It looks so great. That's pretty bitching. Oh, it's so cool. It's expensive. The detail is ridiculous. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like even the metal ball, like it's got mark, hash marks and scratches yeah. on it. And- I had to sound. I had to send him a message back saying, So you're you're telling me that's a screen? And he's like, Yeah, it's a screen. I was like he's like, It's not even a four K screen, it's a ten eighty P screen. I said, Wow, that's just this ridiculous. So well done. Yeah, man. it's neat. Yeah, super cool. Super cool. If you don't follow Tracy Moon, you can check him out on he's not very active on Twitter, but Facebook and he's got all the videos up. It's really rad, man, if you want to check that out. All right, cool, man. Thank you for that Star Wars report. We are getting closer and closer to D23. Registered my badge for Saturday. Me too. And excited to uh, see if any live action stuff comes out, man. Ooh. I think we're going to get a behind the scenes video. I would guess a, a BTS reel yeah. of some sort. Yeah, me yeah, too. I think that's the, the easiest thing for them to do to like satiate the fans without giving away tons of detail. They can show you just enough stuff with no context to like get people talking about it without mm-hmm. it giving away really any plot points. So I think that'd be a wise move. Yeah, I agree. Remember how cool the Force Awakens one was? When first yes, oh, yes. Oh, God. Now let's get into some pop culture stuff. There's some cool stuff that came out. And one thing that came out, actually two things in one subject. 
G.I. Joe. Hmm. They're doing a Snake Eyes solo film. And they casted the star of Crazy Rich Asians, which is Henry Golding, who I watched this movie while I've been home. And I said, this guy's going to be a star. He's charismatic, great looking guy, pretty good actor. He's perfect for Snake Eye. So I think, I think he's going to kick ass in this. So there Variety reported this. So it's a done deal. Before we, we go there, Les, because I know you want to talk about it. We're also getting a spinoff with the character named Chuckles. Hmm. You guys remember Chuckles? He was, he was one of my favorites. Right. That's what, figure. that's what everybody says. Everybody says he's like one of the fan favorites. He had a call following. Yes. A call following. That's right. And he first appeared in, I believe, in, he appeared in the 1987 film G.I. Joe, the movie, but hasn't been seen since. So he's not exactly Storm Shadow or Snake Eyes, but popularity-wise, but he is up there. People love him. And he's an expert on spy crafts and infiltration. The dude wears a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah. He looks like Magnum P.I. a little bit. With blonde hair. Yeah. I don't think he has a mustache, but he's like a Hawaiian shirt and a holster. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> so they're going to do a Chuckles film. But I, I'm really excited about the Snake Eyes kind of like, because so, I love Snake Eyes, man. So, I mean, does this expand and bring back no, the rest of the G.I. Joe so. in any way? Shape, oh, yeah, 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 it will. But I think they're going to just forget what was done. Well, okay. Uh, With the, the Rock. first G.I. Joe. Well, the Rock one was actually pretty solid. Yeah, I, I don't remember I mean, that I one. disagree. It was okay. It was better than the Marlon Wayans one. For sure. Oh, that was a bad one. Man. I thought that one was better than the rock one. No, that was bad. they both were bad. They were both yeah. bad, but the the rocks and Channing Tatum, they were okay. That one was a better pairing. Channing Tatum dies in like the first five five minutes. Spoiler alert, dude! dude it's, it's a well, shitty movie. Who gives yeah, a fuck? Yeah. Sometimes we do spoilers on purpose, people, so you don't have to waste your time. Yeah. Either way, this is cool because then that means I'm gonna uh, guess that for Snake Guys, for sure, they're gonna do the whole clan. And see mm-hmm. how him and Storm Shadow are actually uh, clan brothers. Yeah. They're sword brothers. I love Storm uh, Shadow, dude. He's so bitching. That that means more than likely Storm Shadow will be in there. More likely probably all the other ninjas that are in throughout the G.I. Joe ranks will be there too. So yeah. That's cool. If, they, if go you ahead. want to if you want to reboot the series, you can also include Cobra Commander's R ten in there just as mm-hmm. bit parts and expand it later. Because yes. in, in the comics, they were all involved in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I could see them doing kind of like an Avengers thing where they have separate movies for yeah. main characters and then bring it together as a G.I. Joe film. Eric, I know you were into ninjas and all that stuff. Were you ever into G.I. Joe because of Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes? Oh, yeah, man. They were like my two favorites. Yeah. As a matter of fact, haven't we talked about this? The episode or the, the episode, the issue of the G.I. Joe comic that was the hanging where there was no dialogue. At all. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. And man. then you see the, the uh, battle debris, right? After their, their battle damage, you both see they have the tattoo, right? That's one where Snake Eyes is hanging and he's got his gun pointed. I used to have that on the cover. Yes. Correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a legendary one. Dude, that, that, oh my gosh, they're so cool. And That's so Snake right. Eyes and Storm Shadow are my two favorite G.I. Yeah. Joes. Uh, you know what? I I'm going to be issue. honest. As, as much G.I. Joe that I watched and I collected and as eyeball deep as I was in a G.I. Joe, I never realized that he was a great American hero. Though the badassery that Snake Eyes, like I just thought he was just a cool dude, like they were all black and stealth. And I'm like, OK, that's the cool guy. And Flint was actually my favorite G.I. Joe. Flint was badass. And then uh, I started as I got older, I'm like, oh, shit, he's the best one. Like, he's legitimately the best all-around Joe. Like, he can do it all, dude. 
Like Snake Eyes is your tactical. He's got all that shit, dude. He's a badass, dude. Like he's better than Captain Gridiron. He's better than Beachhead. He's better than Duke. He's better than Flint. Like he's better than all those guys. And he doesn't even talk. He's just a silent assassin. And yeah. What's cool about those two characters, they did the opposite of what Star Wars did with Boba Fett. They made crazy cool looking armor and outfits, but they put substance behind the characters. Right. Which they didn't do with Boba Fett. Well, it was it was up to the you know what I mean because they did the toys and then it was up to the comic book writers mostly most yes. of it was Larry Hama I think yes to do all the story which is awesome yeah the backstory and is that, so cool that comic it I I have it you know I I went and I bought it on uh, on Comicsology and it's still a good read Dude, it's, I, I, it's dated of course but I it's wanna, still a good read is that the one that, that Eric's talking about the one that has no oh, yeah dialogue? yeah that's yeah, the they, one they when have, I was like, a kid I had editions oh I want to get one just to just so I can read it again so. I, bring me back to when I was a child. That, that I love that one. That's one of my favorite comics I've ever had. It's like, yeah, the cover is badass and everything in it's so cool. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to find it. So this is kind of cool. I hope if they do the Chuckles one, that they do the PSA. Now we've been playing the PSAs as the cold opens on the last couple episodes. I hope that, that would be rad if they do a PSA before, all right, before or after the movie. That'd be <laughs> really rad. And now you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's half the battle. It's half the That's battle. True. Knowing is half the battle. So some G.I. Joe news for all you G.I. Joe fans. The, the next thing I want to talk about is something that Les brought up a long time ago, and it's actually come to, yeah, to happen to fruition. was like, really? USA <laughs> has released a teaser for its upcoming event series called Treadstone. The show is based on the Bourne movies, obviously, and teases out the Treadstone organization that created Jason Bourne. On the show, it turns out Bourne wasn't the only Treadstone sleeper agent. Well, in the movie, he wasn't either, you douchers. And now various agents are awakening <laughs> with their newfound set of deadly abilities. But Les, you got your wish, man. I just don't like that USA's hand. I know, I know. That, but you, that was my issue. But let too. me tell you, there is an issue. That's it. Hey, Mr. Robot. Yes, was on USA, mm-hmm. and they push the envelope. They don't fuck around on USA, dude. They cuss. They're violent. They're sex. They're like right there with FX. So they don't. They don't give a okay. shit. Okay. So I mean, if it was FX doing it, then I'd be like, okay, they're they're right it. up there with FX. They don't fuck around USA. Okay. I know they have the name. Everybody remembers them from back in the day when you were a kid. TBS, USA, WGN. That's a, so, I mean, that would be interesting. I, I just want to know where they placed this because they killed them all off in Born Legacy. Yeah, this must be in the middle of it. Yeah, it would have to be between Born, ident- uh, Born Supremacy or whatever, Ultimatum. The Born Redundancy. Born pretty all much. of it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it did get kind of redundant after a little while. So there you go. There's that. Also, in FX News, Atlanta got renewed for a fourth season before the third season even began. So Donald Glover is kicking ass. Is this before production began, right? Yeah, I so think they're so. they're just like, you got something good Or they're in pre-production for season three, I believe, right now. Yeah. And, and they're going to film them back to back. Yeah, because of, uh, what is it? Scheduling? Scheduling concerns, yeah. Because well, he's, he's a busy guy, He's doing right? Solo he, 2. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. No, no, he's doing the Make Lando Solo movie. 2 happen. He's doing the Lando movie. Oh, okay. Maybe. So great Lando news series. Watch Atlanta people. It's a fantastic show. And if you have Hulu, watch Handmaid's Tale, please, 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 please people watch Handmaid's Tale so we can talk about it because it's a great watch. I'm on the last episode of the latest season and it's, it's just riveting television. I will say that it's unbelievable. Every shot is done specifically for a reason and it's beautifully done. And oh, just a, such a good movie. I got a message to talk about The Expanse. So I wanted to ask you guys, hmm. has anybody watched The Expanse? 
Can anybody talk about The Expanse? Now that I I've have, heard great things about it. Now that I have Prime Video, I'm going to go ahead and start watching it. So I saw that it is on there. I'm going to start watching it too because I have, too. I have Prime Video as well. But nobody else has watched it so far. Okay. Because I know it went away and I think the fans brought it back with some kind of petition or something. Yeah, I think it was on, it was one of those shows that was on Sci-Fi that, and actually they have pretty good, they have pretty solid shows. You know, Sci-Fi there, has pretty good but, production value. Like Krypton, you yeah. love that show. Krypton's actually pretty good. I man. know. I'm just saying, you love, it's, you love it's Superman. solid, yeah. No, it's stupid. Don't be dumb. <sighs> All right, speaking of other pop culture stuff, something that creeped me out a little bit when I'm watching it, and I know it did when I was a kid and it still creeps me out, but I still want to watch it, The Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal put out a new trailer, and I think we should all get creeped out together. Yeah. And I want to know what you guys really think about this. With the age of CGI and bringing animation to live action and all that shit, I want to know, at the end of this trailer, do you think that this holds up? Are you guys interested in it? So let's watch the Dark Trailer. Dark Trailer. Let's watch (laughs) the Dark Crystal Trailer. (laughs) its center the crystal of truth the source of all god this looks amazing hmm it really looks trippy man oh, they freak me out there's some fucking things yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh, It looks like a mixture of both, obviously, right? CGI and puppeteering. It looks pretty damn good. Yeah. I love the music. Very Vangelis. Everything the Skeksis ever told us was a lie. And now everyone and everything is at risk. Join me, so we may finally unite as one against our true foe, the Skeksis. We are eternal! Man. The production value looks insane. Wow, dude, I would I, I want to see some behind the scenes stuff of how they produce this. Man, I can't imagine yeah. how long an episode uh, takes uh, to make. Uh, yeah, ten minutes. Just how long that would take? Ten minutes. It will be better. The Dark Crystal Age of the Resistance. I uh, so yeah. What do you guys think? Let's get your thoughts. Um, I thought it looked beautiful. And I mm-hmm. think that it does hold up because they're doing the mixture of CGI and it, puppetry. Yeah, that, that whole thing. And the, Jim, Jim Hansen is probably very yeah, proud up there. Dropping it like that looked damn good. Wow. Holds up for everyone? King Tom, what do you think? Yeah, yeah I think net, Netflix is, you know, they know Disney is coming for them and they're not, they're, they're not going down without a fight. Right. That's right. It holds up for four out of five, four out of us five, right? 
Because you, you well, he doesn't remember Dark, the Dark Crystal, do you? No, no, no but I, I can, for what I've seen, I can give it credit. That does look good. And one thing that I, that I like is that with a lot of puppeteering movies, that they're kind of held back because you know you have the puppets have to be on the ground. They have mm-hmm. to be you know controlled by you know somebody you know. Uh, so, but what I do like is that you see the CGI moments. You know, there's one of the characters jumping out the window and sliding down something. They're right. not being. They're yeah. using it well, where they have the right. puppets when they can, yeah. and they use them to their best abilities, and they're like, well, this scene just needs this. They just go for it. Well, in that same scene, he falls into the water, so he slides with CGI, but that water falling is a puppet falling into water, probably. Yes, exactly. So yeah. you see, that's that, that's one thing I give them major credit for, because a lot of people just get handicapped or just get put, you know, in a, put in a corner that they have to have the puppet at all times. Mm-hmm. They're not going to. Am I interested? Not at all. <laughs> But but do I give it do I give it respect and I'll, I'll be like yeah yeah go for it yeah you guys enjoy it yeah sure I'm not poo pooing on it at all it's just not for me yeah no and we because we have this old school feeling about it because it was a big that's a, there was another film that had a big cult following by the way where's the Kermit though that's what I'm wondering Kermit don't Kermit the Frog oh, uh, he's not in there um, but um, Struthers what do you think about this uh, <laughs> it looks amazing correct I think it looks great and. The fact that as soon as I saw it, it instantly took me back to being young and being totally freaked out by Mm -hmm. like the near reality look of the puppets faces. And it's it looks intense. It made me start thinking about how freaked out my kids would be. Yeah, right. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks really cool. I would definitely have to go back and watch the movie before I started watching this. Yeah, me too. Me too. I remember I was freaked out watching it back when I was a kid. And this brought me back to being freaked out, but I'm like yeah. intrigued. I want to watch it. Netflix is, fuck man, they're spending a shit ton yeah, of money. It's, yeah, it's hard to believe that that's a TV show. <laughs> right, exactly. But, yeah. but at the same time, you know, people are throwing around the whole goodbye Netflix now that we've got Disney Plus coming along and all that. Now, this is what, this is how they're going to stay alive and this is, they they pioneered this whole thing and they're not going anywhere. And remember, they have The Witcher coming out as well. They have Stranger Things. They're not going anywhere. No, and they signed uh, Beanie Off and Weiss. Yep. That's correct. Yeah. They sure did. They're not going anywhere. So, no, and then then they're kind of changing their business model where they're not allowing any show where they'll just throw money at something. Now they're going for not guaranteed winners, but quality control. Qual- exactly. There's much more quality control. So now the money that they're actually throwing at is something that they, there's a very good chance it's going to be a winner. Well, what's going to happen is these streaming services are going to survive like ABC, CBS, and NBC did. There's Hulu is going to be one. Amazon prime is going to be one Netflix, Disney and Apple. They're just going to survive together. Mm-hmm. There's shows mm-hmm. that are great on every platform and one's not going to, one's going to be more popular than the other, but they're yeah, not going to kill totally off. Up no. end. Yeah, exactly. Because even Amazon Prime, the Tom Clancy show was great. I love that show. Um, we, I've been watching... Uh, you mean Jack Ryan? I'm sorry, Jack Ryan. Yeah. Which is no, Tom, you're not wrong. Tom Clancy. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, yeah, no, no, you're right. Totally. Jack Ryan right. was great. I loved it. Production value was great. They spent a lot of money on it. So, um, yeah, they're, they're all these... I mean, it's just a great time to watch television and to be into films that mm-hmm. are like... I mean... And it's amazing. And, and the great thing is, is that, you know, people, you know, like, oh, Netflix is dead or, you know, Disney Plus and Hulu and stuff like that. The more competition, the better. Just everything that they're going to yeah, pump out is going to be fucking amazing yeah. because they're all competing with each other, all competing for market share. And that's awesome. Yeah, it's really Especially cool. this day and age with 
conglomerates and Disney buying everybody and things like that. And, you know, only billion dollar uh, movies and things like that with the shows and the streaming services, all this competition is best for us. But back to this whole thing with the dark crystal. Yeah. Watching that trailer completely took me back. Like Eric said, it took me back to being a little kid and we stumbled upon it. It wasn't like something we were, you know, looking out for. And it was like, my dad was just like, you guys want to watch this? And we're like, yeah. And we're watching it. And it was creepy, but awesome. Mm-hmm. It was different. It, it broke from everything else. And it was really cool then. And I hope this brings, we get more stories now with this too. Yeah. If, it, if it's successful, we will. Yeah. We definitely mm-hmm. will. And then we got an email from Kent. And it's about uh, the MCU, it looks like. Dear Sith Listers, out of the five MCU Phase 4 movies, who do you think will guest star? Since Captain America Civil War was a lot of the Marvel movies have included guest stars in the solo outings. Everyone was in Civil War. Iron Man was in Homecoming. Hulk was in Ragnarok. And Nick Fury was in both Captain Marvel and Far From Home. Scarlet Witch is already confirmed for Doctor Strange, but who else makes sense? Hawkeye and Black Widow? Thanos and Eternals? Who do you think will show up in Shang-Chi, if anyone? I think the twist will be that Thor will not be in Love and Thunder. I think he is already casted for Love and Thunder, if I'm not mistaken. I think the time-traveling Loki will somehow get Mjolnir from the past, and Jane will have to wield it to protect Earth since Thor is out of space. What do you guys think? Thanks, Kent. P.S. Am I the only person who thought that in the scene in Far From Home, when Happy and the kids were in the weapons room, that we would see Ebony Blade or Captain Britain's staff? King Tom, I'm going to you on this one. Um, my mind is a little bit blown by that question about Captain Britain's staff. I, th- I think that would have been a great, although would he have been, is he still considered an X character? Would they have I, had the I, rights to him? I don't know if they have the rights to him. Yeah, he wouldn't. I don't know if he's, he'd still be considered an X character. Oh, really? Even, yeah. Even yeah. the staff though. In addition to just, just a little bit of a, yeah, a little bit of look at this, but it not, it is it, but it's not kind of thing. Legally wise, I'm just legally, if you can trace it to Captain Britain, which is you're done. Ex- yeah. Yeah. People would be like, whoa, 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 this guy's a, yeah. somebody would put it he's together. A yeah. He's a part of, he's not a mutant, but he's part of the X mm-hmm. universe. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I, I would have loved to, to have seen it, uh, Kent, but yeah, I don't know that they could have, uh, as far as cameos or guest stars, it would be cool to see Ruffalo again. Although, but the deal is they can only use him in someone else's movie and his arm would still be busted up. But I think they're going to save mm. a lot of the guest spots for their future stars, not ones that they're trying uh, to, yeah, to move on to, from. To promote the show. Yeah, hmm. good point. No, that's a great point. Uh, I think if they're, yeah, I think if you're ever going to bring all of them back, you might as well just make a bigger, make a big movie out of it then. There's really no, it'd be cool to see Captain America, you know, to see Chris Evans, Captain America, but yeah, I agree with King Tom. It's, you know, it's, let's go ahead and move forward. You may be able to utilize Thor because what you can do with Thor is he can age well, you know, in the CG and all that stuff. You can, he would look cool as, you know, a Norse God with, you know, the big gray beard and all that stuff. He can age into Anthony Hopkins as Odin. did. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that alone sticks out, but yeah, I mean, I agree. We may just want to move forward. And was King Tom isn't Thor already going to be in Love and Thunder? I I heard that. I'm Hemsworth pretty sure was, he was. Yeah. he was cast. Yeah, I think he was cast. If I'm not mistaken, I read that they brought somewhere. out Hemsworth and mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. Right, right, right. Something obviously is going to happen Tessa to Hemsworth, Thompson. and so she's going to take over. But 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's I, already a done deal. I did see, and, now, and I, I shouldn't be blanking on the guy's name because he's a huge star and he's in Hobbs and Shaw, but um, Heimdall said he wants to come back. I, Idris Elba. Yeah, Idris I saw Elba. that. Yeah. And he was bitching about stuff earlier. Like, he didn't he right. want no part of it anymore, but he wants back now. I mean, I could see why he would kind of yeah, I could see be why, disappointed of because it's not like they gave him a lot to do in the first couple, you know. Yeah, I get that. And then, you know, finally he gets written out and does. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, but but to give credit to him and kind of take away why he should complain, um, he had very little, very little screen time, very little lines. He was awesome. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was oh, the yeah, shit. Yeah. Even if you didn't know who he was and yeah. you just saw him in the Thor movies, you're like, that guy's a fucking badass. Right. And he did very little. So I give him credit for that. But also, I you know, um, yeah, you, yeah, Heimdall is awesome, but he's not that essential to, to Thor and, and, and the big grand scheme of things. Well, in the MCU, you know I mean? he is. Yeah, but, it, but it, you know, it's just, it's just not, the, not the biggest thing. And I think they've moved, moved on way past that. But to bring him back, I'd be down. Yeah, I would love to see a Heimdall appearance maybe not a show but an appearance absolutely maybe a low-key yeah. show or something like that yeah, yeah he's a fucking it's possible badass. that he can come back for the low-key show yeah and i read today as well uh, i think it was on variety that the low-key show is going to lead up to the love and, love thunder. and thunder okay mm. that's where it's going to happen so cool thank you for that email appreciate that moving to another uh, comic book tv movie news crisis on infinite earth is sounding pretty fucking cool guys and let me tell you why it's sounding cool because it looks like they're going out there and getting every old school star to be in this thing, right? The Arrowverse is about to pull off the biggest crossover yet with the Crisis on Infinite Earths as the multiverse premise will allow for multiple DC icons from other media to reprise their roles one more time. Already we've had it confirmed that Kevin Conroe will finally be playing back Batman in a live action. Burt Ward is returning as an older Robin, which is rad. Brandon Roth is returning as Superman and they're getting... Um, they're hoping to get no. They Tom Welling uh, confirmed that he's coming back as Clark Kent in this thing. And then I was thinking, why not get Mark Hamill to be the Joker? He said he'd thing? never do it again. He said that. Mm-hmm. He said he was done. even as a live action. No, well, these are all live action. Uh, he didn't. He didn't do anything specific. But yeah. he said he 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 wasn't going to do the voice anymore. No. How cool would that be? I would love it if if they having Kevin Conroy already sold me on it. Right. Having all these other characters even better, but then having Mark Hamill in there as well. If that were to be possible, they were to figure that out. That would be one of. That would be huge for television. Yeah. That'd be insane. I think this is such a great idea. It's like campy, but it's fun. And a lot I, of fan service. And a lot of fan service. And I think it's a perfect time to do all this stuff. Even Brandon Roth, who people talk shit on all the time as being Superman, bringing him back and letting him, you know, wear the cape one more time. I think if they would have made another Superman movie, they could have redeemed. Yeah. They could have done more for Brandon Roth. Right. Because right. that one was just. But how cool Burt Ward yeah. coming back as Robin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, that's going to be awesome. And I stopped watching Arrow a long time ago, but I'm definitely going to check this thing out. I, I just. I think a lot of people are. I just have questions about. What is it going to do to the current other characters that are pulled into the Arrowverse? So what's going to do to Black Lightning? What is it going to do to Flash? You know, Well, can it do anything because there's so many different dimensions? And, and the premise is that they can pull from all these different kind well, of roles and then they can go back to normal, right? By the end of it? Yeah, I guess so. They, I mean, yeah, they can do that, yeah. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. 
I do want to. Um... Oh, good song. Hmm. Now, this song has one of the, my favorite lines. Well, not one of my favorite lines, but one of my favorite pronunciations of a word. I'm going to let it roll until it comes. I think I know what you're talking the about. Great, the great Tom Petty. God rest his soul. Here it comes, you guys. It's right if you love the way he says don't. It's right if you don't. Love it. It's all right if you don't. No, no, let it play. I ain't turning off. I'm really interested to get you guys' take on Petty because American Icon, one of the mm-hmm. great American singer songwriters, unfortunately passed away before I could see him. One of the only people that I haven't seen that I've always wanted to see. Go ahead and give it to me. All right. So, Tom Petty. I'm going to go with Eric Struthers first. Oh, he doesn't want to end. He doesn't want to end. He doesn't want to end. Okay. I get it, Tom. I get it, Tom. Shh. Eric. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I used to play that in uh, the cover band way back when. Okay. It was a good time. Yeah. What do you think about him? I, I really dig Tom Petty. There's aspects of like the whole... I like getting real high thing that I kind of got yeah, tired of Yeah, but earlier yeah. Tom Petty. Like once you hit free falling, I understand why it was popular. I understand that people dig it, but I can only take it in limited doses. But when you mm-hmm. take that era, Tom Petty, and you throw in like a little American girl, which I think is Tom Petty's best <sighs> or re- song. Or Refugee. And Refugee's good, but it's not American Girl. I, no, just, American I just told girls. American Girl, Tom Petty's best song. Let's just, let's, don't argue with me. You asked me what I thought, Raj, <laughs> and I'm telling you. But no, man, he's really cool. And the songwriting and coupled with like just the perfect band that they had. And I don't know a lot about like who was producing his records, but like sort of the Tom Petty sound and just the density of it with the the guitar tones and the keyboards is really good, man. It very much suited his vocal style because he's not a fantastic singer by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination. It's more about his storytelling and his writing and then just the people that he surrounded himself with. A plus. And the fact that he also voiced a character on King of the Hill. Yeah. Clap, clap, clap. I was gonna say I would say underrated, but he's not. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and he's yeah. one of the great Americans, like yeah. I said, song songwriters, singers. But uh, I just people I don't think people respect him as much as they should. He's fantastic mm-hmm. and like eric said the heartbreakers were just awesome man and you can tell when he left the heartbreakers because there's a couple albums where he left the heartbreakers nowhere near as good as they <laughs> as they were with them mm-hmm. and petty's one of the ones that i just waited and I said oh, i'll see him next time he comes around mm. and listen to this he played without the heartbreakers one year and pearl jam was his band without eddie vetter because eddie wanted to take a break and they decided to go on tour with tom petty and, and be his backup band for a full year and it didn't wow. go. And I yeah, bet it was you, fun for them to have somebody who was 10 times better singer than what they were used to. Yeah, but at least he's still alive. Quick question. How did you not go? Because Eddie wasn't there and the Heartbreakers weren't there. And I was like, but come yeah, on. It, I think what he'd be. How I would have liked to see Eddie and the Heartbreakers. Show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, would did you? you see Spin Doctors that year? Oh, oh, instead, probably. I think I saw Weezer that year. Fire. Oh. 
<laughs> open up for the spin no doctors. comment. <laughs> <laughs> open up for the spin doctors. I saw. I saw. He was busy going to. He was busy going to see that super group, quote unquote, that the singer from uh, Filter and the, <laughs> the, the the band from uh, who was it? Was it Stone Temple Pilots? No, no. Remember that? Oh, that was uh, Velvet Revolver. Velvet Revolver. Right. No, I know, but not Velvet Revolver, dude. This was the exact opposite of of that, where it was it was it wasn't the singer <laughs> from Stone Temple Pilots. It was the band plus the singer of Filter. Oh, and I remember they had a big write up about them in guitar in one of the guitar magazines. Oh shit! I, got. I don't remember and that. And it was like they were going on about like almost how it wasn't fair because they were going to be so huge. That, oh. I do remember seeing Weezer open up for live at a high school, Fairfax High School. Yeah, that wow. was before their first, 94, before their first album came yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Damn, they blew live away, man. They were. I saw live last summer. They were not good. Oh, really? And then, and then they were opening up for Counting Crows, and Counting Crows, I used to love them back in the day. I right. We left like halfway through their set because it's the, it's the dude, and he's 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 a lot older and you could tell yeah, like, he's like telling him. all these stories and it's just not it's not the same no i was always pissed at him because he was going out with jennifer anderson or courtney cox one of the two I both like, of them the, i think i think both of them I was like, how the fuck did he land those guys those two whatever well that's your music minute tom petty and eric taking a shot at eddie vetter again but that's okay i get it that's army cool. of anyone yeah is that who they are <laughs> Army, Army of, of anyone. anyone. That is. Oh, good. I don't even remember no, them. Oh, no. That wouldn't even be. Why is that a super group? Why would that even be? Yeah. A super group is Audio oh, Slave. Yeah. A right. super group. That's a super yeah. group. Yeah. They were, you know what I mean? Like, great. like, that's who I'm going to music minute one of these days. The Sound Audio Slave? No, Sound oh, Soundgarden? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cornell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. One of the great rock voices. Yeah, yeah. dude. Even the Traveling Wilburys is a super group. Yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> I, for the longest time, I knew Tom Petty as that guy from the Traveling Wilburys who did a song on the Gary Shandling show. Oh. Yeah, that was funny. like before I knew who he was. What a great show, Gary Shandling right. show. You know, Traveling Wilburys, can you name everybody in the Wilburys? I can give you three of them. Petty, yep. Jackson Brown. No. no. Jackson Brown? Really? No? no? Okay, Roy Orbison for sure. Yes. Then I'm done after that. You're missing that. The, the biggest one. Is it Paul McCartney? No, but you're on the right track. Ringo Starr. No. Oh, right track. Come on. You got two more, buddy. Oh, George Harrison? Yes, Harrison was in it. Ringo. And, and uh, Jeff Lynn was in it. I don't know. Although, all those answers are wrong. What do you mean? It was Nelson, Otis, Lefty, Charlie T, Lucky, and Buster. Oh, that's what they called themselves. Yes. That's right. Yes, that's uh, right. Okay. Yes, and they toured. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Traveling Wilbury talk. Deep cuts on the tip list. Blue's looking at us like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, have, I, I know those artists, but I have no idea who the yeah, they, they, they formed a super group. Formed a super uh, group. Oh, and sorry, we forgot. Bob Dylan ha- toured with them with uh, the Wilburys for a while. See? And he, he cool. performed a couple times with them. I don't know if he was official band member. He was. He was, okay. He was. Yeah, yeah, Dylan. Dylan was in the band. All right, cool, man. Now, King Tom, there's some X-Men news, and I know you love the X-Men. There's a little, there's something out there about the X-Men, correct? Yeah, they've, Three or four weeks ago, they kind of put all the X-Men, various X series on hold, and they started a two miniseries, the House of X and Powers of Ten. They're running in alternating weeks, and it's, it's a reboot of everything mm-hmm. involving the X-Men. And it's, you know those galaxy brain memes, memes where you have like the little brain and it grows even bigger mm-hmm. with each step? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Each issue has been like one of those. 
because it's made you look at the last 40, 50 years of the X-Men in a new way. It's taking characters, villains, and it's looking at both the present, the past and the future all together. And and I I don't want to spoil it too much, much because I, I don't think less is read much of it i, I yeah know a lot i went of other- and actually you know what i went today as we were recording i did go and pick up some issues so i went and picked okay. up some physical copies so i'll get uh hopefully by sunday i'll have be able to knock them out i i want to know your opinion but everyone i've seen talk about this loves it i have not right. seen a reviewer a person on twitter complain or say mm-hmm. anything bad about it yeah x-men twitter is uh very very happy right now with it well at least twitter's happy about something yeah. 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 Very cool, man. I want to hear your views once you read it. You can yeah. come back and talk. It, it's uh, little X-Men. We need some positive news about the X-Men. They, well, have, a, they not... have a three-year plan for this. So this, this is just the start of it. I read that Disney saw the new, mm-hmm. mutant, new mutants and said, fuck this. Unimpressed. Uh, very unimpressed with it. Well, it was... Yeah. You gotta... Yeah. You have to show respect to what the new mutants were. You can't... I'm glad Disney's can't actually take you to a different thinking about direction, it like that. Even though there's basis to possibly do the horror thing, make it some kind of cabin in the woods type of deal, but it's not. You can't do that. No. You just have to right. build it from the ground up and then go in that direction if that's what it turns into. Right, right. Well, thanks, King Tom. All right. Well, I just want to end it with that. I hope that you have a great weekend and thank you for listening to us. We really appreciate it. Mr. Eric Strothers. Where can people listen to your guitar playing? You, I heard that you can play guitar with your toes, which is very talented, but we won't get, that, get into that tonight. Where can people listen to you on that great podcast? Well, check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators. And uh, I do play a little guitar. Have I, played, I don't think I play guitar on the main show, but I have on one of our Patreon shows before. But uh, yeah, man, check us out. As a matter of fact, speaking of Patreon, this isn't a big plug for that, but I got to talk about one of my favorite metal albums with our friend and yours, Oz Burkhart. And it. Uh, it was super dope. Super dope. So awesome. Yeah. Check us out. And I do want to clarify something. I when I was listening to you guys, I know that Luke Cruiser got on me for uh, loving Han Solo too much and I need to let go of his character because I'm so like obsessed with him or whatever. But here's the deal. I'm not saying that I'm pissed that Han's dead. Like I know Han's dead and I get it. I get Han's dead Luke. And I, it was like, I have accepted it. I just will not accept a redemption from Kylo. Mr. King Tom, where can people listen to you and all those great Patreons and all those great podcasts? Well, in addition to right here at the Sith List, I have a little Patreon show with Steel Saunders of Steel Wars called Page Wars, where we just go over recently published Star Wars books. I have a uh, show with uh, Hawes Burkhardt of Blue Harvest about video games called Masters of Harvest Kasi, and I have something on the Bad Mode of Atreon with Luke Cruiser and Rashad Kasim, uh, Seismic Charges, where we talk about Star Wars comic books. He is all over the map, folks. I am all over the map. I'm going to have to come up with a more succinct way of saying that, but I did want to get the steel one out first. Nice. I can't wait to listen because to that. Because I, I think he, you know, I was, I, I called into the call-in show earlier and he asked me where, where people could find me. And I mentioned his last right after he hung up on me. <laughs> and, and check out Steel's uh, live show. He had a live show today, by the way. Yes. So right check that out, Mr. Steel Saunders. 
I'm going to call you king of all pods, not king of all toms. You're the king of all pods. Mr. Carlos Borgwell, where can people check out that? My feet? No. I, I have I have decent looking feet. They're the, not ugly those, feet. Those pubes that are formed on your upper lip. Yeah. <laughs> they are well manicured. Oh. <laughs> Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith Lisbo. Mr. Gonzalez. Where can people find your sexy ass? If you're looking for me on Twitter, it is at lessismore78. And you can find me at... Send him toes. Sisless. Send him feet. People will do that, too. Oh, no, no, don't you do that shit. I'm that. telling you right now. Send I will them block feet. your asses. You send me send pictures Send and Les. No, 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 no. Your own no. feet, other people's feet. Oh, my God, I'll throw up. Raptor claws. I'll throw Everything. Up. Please send them feet. I'll send you a picture of my throw up. Do not send me toe pics. Feet, 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 feet. Send them now. And we're gonna soon. We're gonna have Alice and Laura from the Force Toast podcast, which they drink a little wine and talk a little Star Wars. We're gonna drink a little beer and talk a little Star Wars. We're gonna have a great time. That's coming up soon. So wait on that. I'll, I'll find out and schedule that as soon as I can. So we can't wait for that. And we'll catch everybody else on episode number one fifty nine of the Sith List. To get out of the Cause I feel it all fading And paling But I'm begging to drive you down with me To keep the lesson Yeah, I like being mad Like I like you to scream Open your mind I can't be responsible for Quite what goes in Or to care what comes out So just pull on your head See you.